Welcome to the Principal Pipeline, the Wallace Foundation's podcast. I'm Lucas Held, Director of Communications at Wallace, and I'm so glad you've joined us today for what we believe will be an informative and useful conversation. At Wallace, a major focus of ours for nearly two decades has been an effort to strengthen the training and support of school principals who play an important and essential role in school success. And so, for five years, starting in 2011, we invested in six large urban school districts to help them build principal pipelines and to learn more about what it takes to do so. What do we mean by a pipeline? We mean a coherent system of training, hiring, and supporting novice principals on the job with the goal of building a substantial pool of strong candidates to lead schools. On the Principal Pipeline podcast, we'll bring you an in-depth conversation with those who are actually doing the building of pipelines to share what we and they are learning, learning about how districts and states can develop good systems to produce a robust supply of effective school principals. I'm pleased to welcome our three guests today who are from Gwinnett County, Georgia. Glenn Pethel is Assistant Superintendent for Leadership Development for the Gwinnett County Public Schools in Georgia. Vivian Stranahan was an elementary school principal in Gwinnett for 14 years and now is back working as a mentor to new principals. And Tamara Perkins is a novice principal whom Vivian is mentoring. Gwinnett which is near Atlanta, is one of the six school districts participating in Wallace's Principal Pipeline Initiative. And 89% of Gwinnett's 139 schools are led by a graduate of the district's own Aspiring Leaders Program. But the district realizes that novice principals would benefit from support once they got on the job. So the district expanded its leader-mentor corps to work with brand new and novice principals. And one of the findings of an ongoing evaluation of this initiative is that novice principals felt benefits, and those benefits were immediate, from mentoring. So Glenn, welcome. Why don't you tell us why mentoring new principals is important? I, I will. Thank you so much. So we know that even with all of our efforts and all of the strategies to prepare principals for that role, that like most of us, once we're on the job, the value and the benefit of having someone who can support us, uh, provide us with additional emotional support, uh, provide us with uh, factual information, it's really, really important. And we've learned that uh, as we've expanded our mentor core from three leader mentors to the current number of 12. Uh, so we've seen the value of that work uh, that, uh, again, really, really reinforces the things that we've done to prepare individuals for the role. How does the leader-mentor core work, uh, Glenn, and how do you match a <clears throat> mentor to a mentee, and, and what are the five practices that they're focusing on? So the matching process is much like it is in anything else in life. It's finding best fit. Uh, and best fit includes what are past experiences, uh, what are interests, uh, how do our uh, personalities uh, mesh along the way. Uh, certainly with school leaders, it's uh, ensuring that the person has 
practical, uh, what we would call on the ground or boots on the ground experience. Uh, so level experience is important in that matching process. But it starts with looking, assessing the needs of the mentee, uh, the person that we're going to support. Uh, so what are the particular areas perhaps that uh, they need more support or that we need to focus on? And then I look at the available core uh, the cadre of leader mentors and begin to consider what I know about those individuals. Again, a matching process. And in the end, uh, hopefully uh, putting uh, the two people together, uh, making the introductions, uh, and uh, again, being very clear about what we hope this relationship uh, will be about and the kind of results that we'll see. So it sounds like it's really wonderfully individualized and uh, like any good relationship um, there can be a great uh, great fit Absolutely. Uh, and, and maybe less great uh, 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 otherwise. Uh, are there all five common, are there some common practices that the um, mentors are focusing on? Absolutely. So one of the things that a new principal really needs to do is to help work with the staff to shape the vision. So what is it that we are looking for in terms of student performance? And shaping that vision means that you're bringing people along. In other words, you're gathering momentum, you're gathering support. The second uh, uh, pivotal practice that we want to see is that this new principal uh, is able to create a climate, a climate that is conducive uh, for teachers, uh, certainly conducive uh, for students. Uh, we often refer to this as a climate that is hospitable uh, to all of the stakeholders in education. Obviously, we want to see our new principals creating a culture of leadership. So the same culture, perhaps, that uh, they were a part of, that they grew up, with people encouraging them to take on new roles and responsibilities. We want them to be focused on improving instruction. So uh, being out uh, in the hallways, in the classrooms, observing uh, and listening carefully and being reflective and uh, helping teachers in particular to be reflective about their practice. And finally, uh, a really important area uh, is that of managing processes, people, and data. Uh, so knowing what uh, student performance data tells us uh, is important. But, you know, again, some of the processes, you've got to make sure kids get off the buses and out of the cars safely. Uh, you need to make sure that when we have fire drills that kids are out of the buildings the way they should be. It means that when we have opportunities to employ support staff that we're doing that extremely well and very effectively. Well, that's a terrific um, list, and let's turn to uh, uh, Vivian. So um, you're a mentor to new principals, and of those um, areas that Glenn mentioned, are there particular ones that are topics of, uh, that are more pressing than others? There are. Um, as a principal beg begins um, his or her tenure, um, certainly there's the focus on transitioning. So um, the new principals or the novice principals were highly effective as assistant principals. They knew the task. They worked closely with their principal. In our case in Gwinnett, they also had the advantage of being part of um, the uh, principal preparation program or the pipeline program. 
Um, they've had a residency by that point as well. So our focus is on transitioning. Um, we look at thinking systematically, um, looking at managing data, just as you were mentioning, um, uh, managing people, getting to know teachers and their strengths, getting to know the community as well. But as that relationship um, moves on, we really focus a great deal on dispositions of leadership. So we're looking at personal behaviors as the school leader. We're looking at communication, situational problem solving, resiliency, because the principals, as we embed in their work, are dealing with a lot of different challenging situations. And by working and walking alongside the principals, um, we're helping them to look at each of those situations from a lens of greater purpose so they can instructionally build their skills. So just to, uh, very interesting, so just to paraphrase that and, and correct me if I'm mishearing that, in a sense the first phase is about um, establishing relationships, getting embedded, um, understanding um, the environment, and then the second phase is really becoming increasingly reflective about how leadership, how my own leadership behavior is contributing to um, consistently excellent teaching. Did I, did I hear that right? You did hear that right. I think the only um, uh, tweak on that would be that these often happen concurrently, yes. right? So we don't end one phase and then begin another. But it is always about embedding in the work and taking a step back so you build that reflective piece of the craft of being a leader. So Tamara, speaking of uh, that reflective craft, this is your third year as an elementary principal after years as an assistant principal where uh, we hear you were a star already uh, and a teacher before that. So how did having Vivian as your mentor um, help you when you became a principal? Uh, when you're a classroom teacher, you have this large group of peers who are able to support you in your work. Um, even as an assistant principal, you have partners working alongside you, but you also have your principal who is helping to direct your work. And as an assistant principal, it's more task-oriented. Um, when you move into the role of the principal, you are the one and only in the building. You do have peers, but they are in other buildings um, dealing with their own situations. And so having a mentor literally from the day that you're named and you stand in front of your staff and you're introduced um, helps you with that transition with working with the principal at that time um, who was going to be transitioning out and I would be coming in, um, helping you to maintain your focus about what are the key things that you need to keep your eye on as the new principal, questions that are um, good things to ask as you're um, preparing to take over, um, and how to start to um, wrap up your work um, as an assistant principal, but start to meet with the key leaders in your community, um, making yourself very visible, um, meeting your children, getting to know your staff members. And as the school year goes along and 
different pieces of the job evolve, um, staffing concerns, um, budgets, um, things that as, a, as an assistant principal, you kind of have an idea that they're out there, but they're really not part of your day-to-day work. Um, but when you have someone who has literally sat in the seat and has done the same work that you are now um, working on, um, is just very reassuring, even though they are not directing your work, but it's just someone that um, you can either think out loud with um, in a very objective, non-judgmental, and even sometimes when you're in difficult situations, it's someone who may not be as emotionally vested in it as you are. Um, and so they're able to kind of have a listening ear, maybe ask some guided questions. Uh, but I think the biggest aha moment as a principal um, is that now you are trying to move your work through other people and how to figure out that balance of honoring the work that's already taken place before you arrived, um, but also understanding that your job also is to establish your vision, but how to find or develop those relationships to help um, to get the people in the building to help you move the work because you absolutely cannot do it without them. That sounds like a terrific uh, a definition of leadership um, itself in a complex organization, which we know that um, um, schools are. Um, Glenn, say a little bit about um, what uh, uh, you have done and um, how you have um, cultivated and sustained support for um, programs like the mentor program that are focused on um, strengthening and supporting uh, the work of principals? One, we start with data, with evidence, that when you do provide mentoring and coaching, that it does have an impact, a positive impact. In other words, we achieve desired result. Because a leader mentor in play, is in place, and a, a young, uh, inexperienced principal is able to do their work. They're able to make those transitions that Vivian talked about. Uh, it helps the principal, as uh, Tamara talked about, to have someone there uh, that, that you know they, they've grown accustomed to in their uh, career progression. Uh, but to have that, and again, a person to hear this, I'm doing the work through other people. So uh, showing that and being able to uh, communicate that clearly to superintendent, to board of education, uh, to other audiences helps us to sustain this program and actually to grow the program uh, because, again, the evidence is so pervasive that uh, this kind of support is really one of the key components to success. So, Tamara, tell us about a specific example of a case where um, your mentor, Vivian, was helpful in coming to a solution for a problem. I would say it was entering my second year. Um, during the end of my first year, working with my assistant superintendent, um, we reviewed the school's data, and um, the school that I'm currently working at is a very high-performing school. Um, but as we looked at some of our data, we saw that um, student growth, um, high-performing, but maybe our students were not moving at the same rate as children um, who perform in a similar way. Um, so we made some shifts, the decision to um, shift the instructional focus, um, but also moved some staff members to different grade levels. Um, while I could see maybe the long-term vision, um, some of the staff members had a very difficult time with that. Um, just going back to making sure that they felt validated 
um, that I honored their previous success. Um, and that change was a little unsettling for them. And so just working with Ms. Stranahan, again, just a listening ear, um, she never really guided me to a direct solution, but maybe some um, ways to approach the staff, ways to hear their voice, hear their concerns, um, but also maintaining the instructional focus. That piece would not change, but how could I help to support them and um, guide them toward the change or to help them to see why the change was necessary, why it was um, important for the children, um, but important to their daily work. Um, and so, you know, it, it took quite some time, most of the school year, um, to work through. Um, but it was something that, again, having someone who was there that um, I could, you know, kind of, once I got feedback from the staff, think about some next steps, um, resources that were available at the um, district level that I could call in, because again, it's not work just on my own. While my role is to shape and to guide, um, but also to make sure that I tap in, also use my um, administ fellow administrators or assistant principals, but then tapping in, and once I learned my teachers, who were those key teacher leaders who um, had credibility, credibility, so to speak, in the building, that once I could get them to drift toward my team and see that vision that they alongside me could help to guide the work. So this sounds like it was really um, um, assistance in thinking through how to manage the human side of change. And Vivian, any um, comment, uh, thought on um, Tamara's description? I was listening to Tamara's description and what I was thinking about was the focus that she had decided on early um, in, her in her second year. She wanted to collaborate with her staff. She wanted to work on situational problem solving, and she wanted to work on communication. And as you describe your year-long journey, those three um, uh, attributes keep coming to my mind um, because by being very intentional about her work, she got at the instructional leadership and the results that she was seeking. And by coming back and being very reflective, um, Tamara was able to move step by step so that a year later, her school and her students are in a very different place. Well, uh, congratulations for that, uh, uh, Tamara. And um, I think it underscores uh, what Tamara had said early, which is that working through others is a complex process that requires um, careful thought and maintenance of relationships. So with that, um, let me thank uh, our three guests. Uh, Glenn Pethel is Assistant Superintendent for Leadership Development for the Gwinnett County Public Schools. Vivian Stranahan is a mentor to new principals in Gwinnett. And Tamara Perkins is a new principal with three years under her belt. Thank you for joining us. I want to thank our listeners for joining us today. And if you've enjoyed today's conversation, please rate our show on Apple's podcast to help others find us. And to learn more about Wallace and find notes about today's show, visit us online at wallacefoundation.org podcast and follow the Wallace Foundation on Twitter at WallaceFDN. We look forward to sharing our next Principal Pipeline conversation with you soon.